Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dotchis-Marmette. We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. quick request for all our listeners. If you're enjoying the Art of Living Well podcast, we would so appreciate it if you would have a, head over to Apple Podcasts and take a moment to rate and review the Art of Living Well podcast. That really helps us in our rankings and our visibility so other listeners can find us throughout the world. Hey, Stephanie, can you believe that the average mass-produced bottle of wine can contain up to 16 grams of added sugar? I know, that's crazy. That's more than a glazed donut. Oof, she kind of grosses me out. But anyway, we're so excited because we finally found clean-crafted wine that we enjoy, that tastes good, and we don't feel like crap the next day. I am loving these Scout and Cellar wines. We've tried several of the different types and all of them taste good, like Marnie said. And we love the fact that there's no added sugar. They're free of chemicals and pesticides. They're grown with organic grapes and sustainable farming practices. And they have very low sulfites, which are one of the things that can often cause the headaches the next day. And, you know, it's summertime, it's patio season. It's so nice to just get outside. If you enjoy having a glass of wine, We are super excited to be part of Scout and Cellar, and we do have our online shop. So you just head on over to www.scoutandcellar, that's S-C-O-U-T-A-N-D-C-E-L-L-A-R.com slash the art of living well. You can have clean crafted wine delivered to your door. Today's guest is Ann Dachis, otherwise known as Bubby, my grandmother. Today happens to be her 96th birthday. Happy birthday, Bubby. We're so excited to have you today. What an accomplishment to live 96 years. I've obviously known you my entire life, and I've always looked up to you in so many ways and admired the way you live your life. And I'm so honored to be able to interview you today and to share some of your thoughts about the world with all of our listeners. Stephanie and I are sitting here today um more than six feet apart from bobby and we're in the middle of a global pandemic we're doing this outside under very unusual circumstances and we're just so incredibly thankful i'm getting teary to be here with you today and um, we just want to start out by sharing with our listeners a little bit about you and Um, I know you're 96 years old today. What else can you tell us um, about yourself? How long were you married? How many kids do you have? Can you give our listeners a little bit um, of information about your life? I certainly can. I was fortunate enough to marry my childhood sweetheart. We were 
16 years old when we started going steady. And we got married when I was 18 and my husband was 19. And he always went by the name of Taffy. Nobody ever called him David. He was known as Taffy. And he, it was a good name because he was one of the sweetest people around. And um, it was wartime then, and he was a freshman at the university. He only lasted, I think, one and a half quarters before he was drafted and was sent overseas to the South Pacific. And uh, prior to that, uh, we, shortly after we were married, we were able to find a rental apartment on 14th and 3rd Avenue South, which is where the, the big um, auditorium is. Uh, uh, Marnie, you would know what it's called, the largest venue in Minneapolis. We lived on 14th and 3rd Avenue South, and our, we had a furnished studio apartment and uh, we were paying $24 a month rent. Imagine, $24. And it came heated, and it had a built-in Murphy bed and a chest of drawers and a bathroom, and it had a long uh, room, which was the living room, and the kitchen had a breakfast nook. And so that was our apartment. And we actually only lived there a few months because in May, when he was drafted and was sent to California, I went three weeks later with $75, nowhere to stay, no job, nothing at all, and rode three nights and days on a troop train all the way to California with all many, many servicemen who were all wonderful. And I remember I had a bag of groceries, apples and stuff to eat on the train. And we got to California. My sister-in-law had a friend who lived in Oakland and her husband was a doctor. And they invited us to spend three nights with them on their hide bed which was a blessing. And now I have to find an apartment and I have to find a job. I got the job through her husband who was a physician at the Permanente Hospital, which is Kaiser now. It was called a Permanente Hospital. It was a field hospital for the people who were working on the ships. Uh, and they came from all over the country. As a matter of fact, there was one man who finally got his picture in the paper. He never cashed a check for months. He thought he was doing his civic duty and had no idea. He was from the Ozarks. He had no idea that he earned money. And so that was an interesting thing. And um, let's see. So Bobby, moving forward, can you tell us how many kids you have? So we have seven children. We have grandchildren, great-grandchildren. Our children, as far as we're concerned, were always outstanding, always outstanding. And to this day, I think that each one has been so outstanding in his own, her in his own way. They, we, we 
we were parents, but when our children were married and had children, we thought that they were the absolute perfect parents. We weren't anywhere near how they turned out. And then, of course, we had great-grandchildren, so forget the parents. Our great-grandchildren are the most outstanding parents and people and wonderful. We want to talk a little bit about mindset, and it sounds like you've always had the glass half full versus half empty, like some people. Right. Um, and I know you've had setbacks, but you've managed to still maintain a positive mindset. Can you share a little bit about that? Absolutely. There is no point in entertaining negative anything. No point at all. Always think up. Always think positive. You can always do better when you're thinking positive and put a positive spin on everything. Negative is nothing but negative. You don't want to ever entertain negative. It gets you nowhere. And that's how I've always felt about that. And have you felt like that your entire life? Yes, I have my entire life. There are many times in my life that there there was sorrow, but I always felt you had to put it behind you because it didn't help you. Growing up with you in my life, two of your regular mottos were, there's no such thing as sick and there's no such thing as bored. And there's no such thing as divorce. (laughs) And I heard these statements so often from you and even from my parents as I grew up. And I really think that they had a big impact on me and the way that I raised my own children. And I'm wondering how you came to these mottos? Was it something from your own mother or was it just something that was kind of in you and you just kind of decided that and that's how you raised all of us? No, my mother was a single parent. My parents unfortunately were divorced when I was 12 years old and my little sister was eight and it was very traumatic. My father kept went moved back to St. Louis where he was from where he had family and but he wrote letters every week we heard from him every week and he came to visit when he came to my wedding came to our wedding from St. Louis and he stayed with Bobby and me and uh, he stayed about a month and um, it was wonderful seeing my father for the first time when I was 18. Hadn't seen him in six years. So anyway, a positive attitude um, my mother had to have. Uh, and she always, she always told us we were not only gorgeous and brilliant, but that we should be in the movies. So that's how my mother <laughs> built us up. And what about there's no such thing as sick? No, right, right. No such thing as sick. No such thing as bored. No such thing as divorce. But it's all, you know, it's positive everything, Marnie. You know that. We don't need any negativity. So how do you think having that mindset has helped you? I mean, you're 96 years old. You're, you know. I can't hear you, honey. So how do you think that positive mindset has helped you? 
things fell into place. I'm a firm believer also in karma and, and a firm belief. I send everybody good karma at every opportunity. And I don't know, I don't remember honestly feeling put upon when we, lit, when we had our first house and when we had our second house, I thought we were so lucky to have that beautiful home. And um, I don't know, just happy things went on most of the time in that house. I think you all remember Thanksgiving and the time that Louis stole it. Hi. <laughs> and how did you take care of yourself? Um, you know, Marnie, I, I, I don't remember having a lot to take care of. You know, I don't remember, honestly. Thing, things just went along as they did. You know, um, did I, I didn't have a cleaning lady for many years. When we finally got a cleaning lady, it was something. And, and she also took care of your parents, remember? What was her name? I forgot. Blanche. Blanche. Blanche, that's right. That's right. So our cleaning lady, you know, she was originally a librarian. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. And they had a beautiful lake home that they went to every summer. They had a beautiful home in Brooklyn Park or somewhere there. And she, she was a whiz. She took care of you when you were a baby. So I had Blanche after a while, and that was a treat uh, because I was working then. And um, what else? Well, I know you like to call yourself the queen of everything. <laughs> and um, I've always been so impressed by the number of card games, maj games, dinners, movies, all these fun things you have planned for yourself. And you have so many people in your life from all different walks of life. And I really do love that about you. And I think it keeps life so interesting. And I'm wondering how you think that community of people has helped you live such a full life. Well, because they've all been good people. I, I don't, I believe in good people. I don't like to pin a tag on anyone except something good. And so that's why I have my kids' friends are my friends. I have a friend of Newper's who calls, to this day, still calls me Mrs. Dodges. <laughs> He's Newper's old friend. I don't know. Do you remember Ronnie Wiseman? Yep. Yeah. So he, he calls me every once in a while. I told him as soon as I'm free, we can go to the Olive Garden. He likes to go to the Olive Garden. So, but I'm Mrs. Dodges to this day. But everybody else, I don't know, Marnie, you know, Jeffrey grew up being comfortable amongst all ages because he was the youngest child and, and Debbie was eight when he was born. So he, he was always with people of all ages and he's always had that positive attitude and and from me, I think. And from, I hope everybody else has taken it from me. I just hope everybody I know, no matter who they are, no matter how old they are, no matter whatever, 
I like to think that they've taken it from me. And I understand from Marnie that helping others who are less fortunate than you has been a big part of who you are too. Um, maybe taking in people for family dinners and reaching out to neighbors who need help. Um, even helping sponsoring people coming to the U.S. from other countries. Um, can you share a little bit about that? Well, I remember the Adopt was one of the first congregations who accepted people from Asia and as to, to kind of sponsor them. And we did that with, with one Asian family, ended up with three. And they were in touch with us. We were invited to their graduations and their weddings. And um, that lasted a few years. I don't know. I think you owe... I think you owe it to yourself to be to help anybody you're able to help. You gain a lot from that. And I think it's important that you learn that. Very important. Well, you've been a very good role model um, doing that. And I've seen you personally, I've seen personally you finding the joy and the gratitude in helping others. And I really admire that about you. Um, so I think it's wonderful that you've done that all these years. I even remember being a little girl and coming over on a Friday night and having so many people at your house. I didn't know who half the people <laughs> were that were there, but well, your table was always open. And that was really nice. Well, I, I think that's a nice thing to do. You can always make room for one more. You know, <laughs> so I never know who somebody in the family would bring. So you have more energy than some people 20 years younger than you. I what do. motivates you and how do you stay so energetic? Marnie, if you're not energetic and thinking up, what are you? <laughs> Good point. I, lo I love that advice. <laughs> I mean, I know that you went... You have a big family trip that you do over in December to Mexico. Mexico, right. And you're still going on there. I saw so photos. that was her first time coming. That was not, I had been invited many times, but I, I just, I don't know. I, I wasn't in the mood. But my grandson, your brother, said if I didn't go, he wouldn't go. So I went. Oh. I did them all a big favor. And I went and had the most beautiful trip ever. I mean, I had never walked in the ocean. And that was almost like, what was it, Marnie? I felt like I had a different feeling about everything the first time I walked in the ocean. Yeah. And I, the first time Louie took me, then I ended up with three, three grandsons walking <laughs> me into the ocean. And it was thrilling. It was yeah. thrilling. And it just, and the whole trip was wonderful. I had my kids, I had my grandson come also from New York with his mother, who was an ex-daughter-in-law of mine. And um, it was just a fabulous trip. I'll never forget it. That's great. Never forget it. Being with my kids and my grandkids yeah. and great-grandkids. So this positive attitude, has it, has it changed throughout life? How has your attitude maybe changed with some of the life events and, you know, circumstances that have come your way? 
Well, I'll tell you right now, when I fell, it was the most traumatic experience of my life when I fell and injured myself. But as I've said to my kids all the time, I'll do whatever the doctors and nurses tell me to do. I'm not, they say if you have a broken hip and you're old, that it's goodbye. But I said, I have a grandson who's going to be bar mitzvahed when I'm 100. And I'm planning on 100. No negative anything. I'm doing everything they tell me. I'm feeling better and stronger. And um, I'm going to be here at 100 for that bar mitzvah. Oh, I love that. And the fact that, how many weeks ago was that? I don't know. I think okay. I think it was three. Okay, so the fact that you broke your hip three weeks ago, were in you were in the hospital during this global pandemic, yeah. and now here we are sitting outside your home, social distancing, very far apart, in masks, <laughs> and right. you're up and talking, and it's your birthday, and we're celebrating life, and that's amazing. Yeah. And um, I'm wondering what are what are some of the most important lessons you feel you have learned over the course of your life? Do you have any wisdom that you want to share with the world? Oh, that would be so vain. <laughs> it's not, though. I, I don't have enough wisdom to share with the world. Just be happy. Think positive. Be good. Be kind. Those are the most important things. And if you have those all the time, you're good. You're good. You want to think I'm... I can't say enough about positive. Well, those are, you know, they're simple, but they're very important they lessons. Are. They are indeed. Simple, powerful lessons. Yes. Simple, powerful lessons, you say? I think so. So do you have a bucket list of things that, is anything else, maybe aside from living to 100 and seeing your grandson's bat mitzvah, um, that you want to do? No, I think I've been so fortunate, so fortunate in every way that I just want to be around as, at least for my grandson's bar mitzvah, I could then say goodbye. But I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready. I'm going to be there and have it together. Yes. <laughs> Face-to-face, -face, hugging, dancing, the whole works, right? Right. Absolutely. Yes. Well, the good news is we have a few years yep. to get a vaccine for that to all happen. Yep. yep. So as we wrap up the interview, one question we'd like to ask all our guests is, what does the art of living well mean to you? The art of living well is family first in every way. Being a, a, a good person, helping out whenever you can, and enjoying everything, nature, your family, your friends, children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, all that is important in your life. You can't live any better. Mm. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah. Such great inspiration for everyone to hear. 
Well, Bubby, we want to thank you so much for coming on our show today. It's been an honor to have you, and I want to wish you a happy, healthy birthday, and I want you to have a great rest of the day. And we'll be back when you're 100 to celebrate your 100th birthday and have you on the podcast again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you very much for the honor of being here. I love seeing you two guys. <laughs> Thank you. So nice meeting you today. My pleasure. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at the Art of Living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook, where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well. Thank you.